Praise God. Do you love Jesus Christ this morning, saints? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. Father, we decree and we declare it this morning. We're alive in you. We're alive in you today, God. We thank you so much. Thank you, God, for life and resurrection. That we were once dead to sin, but we're now alive in you. Do you ever sit back and recall where the Lord's brought you from? I mean, do you ever sit back and recall where the Lord, there, there was an old song we sang years ago. If, if you could see where Jesus brought me from to the place I am today, then you would know just the reason why I do love him so. Do you love Jesus? I all know. I, I don't. Uh, I, I don't have the, the the pipes like Pastor Ron used to have when he'd sing. He'd crank out that song uh, back back in the day. If you could see where Jesus brought me from to where I am today, then you would know the reason why I love Him so. You can take this world, its wealth and its riches. I don't need earth's fame, but it's my desire to live for him. I've had another older chorus kind of going through me this, this week when we sing back in the 90s. I need you more. More than yesterday, I need you, Lord. More than words can say, I need you more than ever before. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Sing it with me one more time. I need you more. More than yesterday. I need you, Lord. So much more than words can say. I need you more than ever before. I need you, I need you, Lord. Praise God. You just got to sing it sometimes. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I tell you there, as pastor said, we're not going to declare that the times are different or weird. And I believe it 100%. But I never thought I'd see the day that in the year 2020 that the young men would be going to the barber shop to get their mullet freshly cut. Or we'd be walking around saying, nice mustache. But it looks good. Some of y'all can really pull off that look. I congratulate you so much on that. I cannot pull off that look. I look kind of odd with, with just a mustache. But man, some of you all can really, really pull that off. I congratulate you. But we congratulate our class of 2020. Can we give them one more hand of appreciation? 
Oh, my goodness, one of the toughest graduating classes I've ever met, seen in, in my lifetime. How they've had to be good sports, how they've had to kind of tough it out just a little bit. Can I have an amen on that? And I never thought I would see the day where they did have to take the route of, uh, of canceling graduation ceremonies, but I also, I, I don't think we have any in the room, any educators in the room, high school educators, but I hand it to them also for their creativity and uh, really making this time a special time for our graduates. But we believe this morning that the future is blessed. Amen? We believe that the future is going to be blessed. And I've had something come to me. The Holy Spirit has brought something to me in one of the most common passages of Scripture in the New Testament. Justin, I'm throwing you a curveball, my friend. You can call me Nolan Ryan because I'm throwing you a curveball. Amen. And I never thought by saying the name Nolan Ryan I'd make myself sound old. Because if you were a kid in the 90s, you knew who Nolan Ryan was. Yes, Justin knows right there at the heart, man. We ain't old. We ain't old. We're, we're, uh, we, as I have said before, as I have said before, that I love the age I'm at because the kids look at me like I'm ancient and the older people look at me like I'm a puppy. So, uh, you gotta love, you gotta love your late 30s, man. Gotta love your late 30s because some think you're a puppy and then some think, my goodness. Do you remember some of you like Justin and Stephen? Remember when 40 seemed so far away? Now you can touch it and you're like, dude, I'm not old. 40 is young. My parents were right. 40 is young. It is young. Oh, come on. I'm prophesying to some of y'all. Y'all could shout with me this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Uh, we, we, I, I am now so people on our teen ministry team who wouldn't know the iconic line in West Villanovia, born and raised. Come on. Any of my other XYs know what I'm talking about this morning? That's right, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Now these kids going to talk about cartoons. I'm like, who is that? Or they'll talk about who won the Grammy Awards. I'm like, who is that person? Who is that person? But my goodness, amen. I love graduation Sunday, recognizing our seniors and just showing them some love. But in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1, one. I'd like for us to go ahead and put that on the, the screen if we could. And I want us to do something kind of interesting. New King James Version. For the first time, I hope I do not get removed from my position. I'm going to ask you not to, to look at the Bibles you brought, okay? Can you do that for me or the devices or, or the hard copy Bibles that you have? I want you to read it with me on the screen. Can we do that? At the count of three. One, two, three. Three, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Read it with me one more time and read it with some declaration and some authority. Can we do that? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. 
when Haley was singing that song that has become a huge praise and worship hit. Uh, I believe it's only a few weeks old. It came out around Easter time, and Pastor Stephen Furtick had written that song. Have you ever had a song in your life that you're listening to, and every time you listen to it, you, you get what they call, Pastor Leah calls the Holy Ghost bumps. If you ever get Holy Ghost bumps listening to something, will you say amen? You ever have a time where it's like you get that, oh, you get that quickening within you, your spirit. You listen to the song and you're just ready to run through a troop and you're just ready to take the devil by the horns and I mean, you're ready for anything. That song Rattle is kind of like one of those songs for me. It's encouraging to my spirit to listen and to hear because there's a lot of truth and power when it talks about the valley of dry bones because begins to rattle. But as the Holy Spirit was speaking to me as they were singing that song, something came over me in the word of God that we can shout and rejoice over the rattle. We'll rejoice over the rattle. And I don't know about you, we're in a day and age where we could use a good rattle. We could use a good rattle. And every time I hear that song, there's a noise that kind of goes through my brain. It's kind of got like a type sound. I wonder what Ezekiel did here as those bones begin to move and as those bones begin to rattle. But there's something ahead of the rattle. You know where we're at right now in this season as the church? Here in the church of 2020, we are having to be more literal than what we ever have before. We're having to be more literal with our faith. Lifestyles are having to be more literal. I love listening to people talk through this time and through this quarantine. It is cracking me up. I even found myself in that same position, and I've been working. I just took a few vacation days this week, and I, I felt my neck today and said, thank God i got to go to church because I really need to shave. And we've gotten out of things that we used to be so literal with. I mean, some people talk about literally putting on real clothes or literally putting on makeup. Hopefully not the men were modern, but not that modern. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. But we've had to be literal with who we are and what we are doing. And now, though there are things we laugh about that we have to be literal with, we now have to be literal with our faith. We have to be literal with our faith, declaring and saying that even though we might be in kind of a funk, we're going to break that funk and literally believe that God is going to move. Here's the need for the literal, because we are facing what looks to be a valley that is full of nothing but dry bones. It's full of nothing but death. It's full of nothing but hopelessness and dryness. And in all honesty, we didn't think that things could get any more crazier than things did get a little crazier. To where the valley of dryness didn't see new life, it got drier. 
it got worse. And it got to a place where we're thinking, where in the world are we going to see anything could happen? When Ezekiel was brought to the valley of dry bones, the Lord didn't tell him. He didn't say, I'm going to make the dry bones live. He said, son of man, prophesy and proclaim that the bones are going to live again. Look at this valley and declare, I may not see anything, but I prophesy and declare that the word of God is going to bring life, newness, restoration, reconstruction in the name of Jesus Christ. Literal with the faith, saying it's the substance of things hoped for, even though I don't see it. say, Pastor, how is this any kind of a graduation message? To be honest with you, I'm so sick and tired. I don't know. I feel a connection with you, brother. I'm going to preach you right in the eye because I think you're feeling this today. Amen. Hallelujah. There are times I am so sick and tired of kids when they're 15 years old, Stephen Stewart, speaking in tongues in Pentecostal altars. Then they go to college. I feel that youth camp anointing coming on me today. I said they, they go to college and they accept the worldliness and the liberalism. You know why they accept it? Because they, have been, they are satisfied in the flesh and the faith is lacking. See, f- flesh declares I have to tolerate because it doesn't look good. But faith declares and says this may be a valley of dry bones now, but I prophesy and declare hear the word of the Lord. You know what causes the rattle? It causes a church not losing literal faith and believing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the dry bones begin to rattle. The dry bones begin to rattle. And they begin to reform. They begin to restructure. And the Bible talks about the restructuring of the physical bodies. The restructuring of the physical bodies. And finally it says they were like a mighty army. But the prophetic word didn't stop there after the restructuring. Mm. It didn't stop because there was still needed the fresh breath of God to blow and bring breath back into these bodies. Mm. We declare it. He provides it. He gives it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's the substance of things hoped for. Sometimes where faith is, we forget where the hope is. Where hope lies. We hope for things. I hope for this to happen. I hope for that to happen. I hope for this change to happen. I hope for this thing to happen. And we find out why we find physical and fleshly defeat is because we forget where spiritual victory truly lies 
In the Greek translation of the word hope, you know what it means? It means joyful anticipation. Joyful anticipation. I'm joyfully anticipating what is going to happen. We will not stay in this state forever. It's what causes prisoners to sing praise in the prison house. A joyful anticipation. It's what causes... It's what causes the mentalities of man to begin to cease is when the church begins to realize. Is when the church begins to realize. It's when the church begins to realize that we are joyfully anticipating the things that we cannot see. The evidence of things not seen. Joy doesn't happen hope doesn't happen when we see it hope happens when we're believing it and we're believing it's going to happen and we're believing it's going to change and we're believing lives are going to be changed and we're believing for our sons and daughters and we're believing for finances and we're believing for our schoolhouses and we're believing for our churches and for our ministries hope does not kick in when it manifests hope kicks in in the fact that is promised it and that the promises of God are not yes and no but the promises of God they are yea and they are amen we might be in a season where all we see is a valley of death and dry bones but the season is short lived because the church is not going to quit declaring there's new life Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Change and transformation, newness, new life. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and even though the evidence is not seen. You don't want to know why there is such a challenge laid out. and It, it is because things are very different for generations. Things are very unique right now for generations. You ever listen to preachers of old talk? Preachers before me, generations before me, told stories of how they were trying to just have church and they had to face lynching mobs. Hmm. And this was just three or four generations ago within the 20th century. There have been pastors and leaders who have fell under scrutiny. One in particular, a story I know, he fell under such scrutiny because he evangelized to hippies. And he said, God changed these hippies and these hippies turned into yuppies. <laughs> Doctors and lawyers. See, we, it, it's a groundbreaking time. It's a new time. New seasons and new life requires newness. And sometimes new things are hard to face. I mean, they wear you down so, so much. Can I have an amen from my homeschool parents when they're trying to teach new math? That stuff came from the pits of hell. Newness. 
new challenges. See, you, you, you know what this season could also entail? People walk in newness, new ministries, new souls, new evangelism, new approaches, new tactics, new territories, new areas, new places, new mindsets, new, new, lots of new things. New things can sometimes not be fun to face. But hear the word of the Lord that this valley shall live. Hallelujah. Would you just stand with me? Would you stand with me? Oh. Life is so different at times. And, you know, season, when I graduated high school, my mamma bought me a Sony Vio laptop computer. And I thought, man, this is, this is now, this is the coolest thing in the world. I forget how many gigs of space and storage. Now technology's at a much more advanced place. And now things have advanced even more and technologies happen and things flow and they move so fast. And the Holy Spirit has literally just spoken to me and wants to give encouragement to people that feel like you are looking at lifelessness. And he wants me to give encouragement today. Just say, be literal with your faith. And believing him. Trusting him. Declaring the things of him. And not to give up hope. Because what happens... After the spoken word is the rattle. Come on. The great army was formed, but it all started with a rattle. The rains came, but it all started with a cloud the size of a man's hand. Sometimes the evidences come at the beginning stages. They're small and they're minute. But that's a reminder. The small and the minute is a reminder of the greatest that is yet to come. And the greatness that is getting ready to come. And I just sense a leading from the Holy Spirit that we begin just to cry out to God right now as one body. Just lift up your hands and begin to cry out to God and believe that in this valley there will be a shaking. There will be a rattling. There will be a transformation. There will be a change. There will be a manifestation. There will be a healing. There will be salvation. 
there will be provision in Jesus name we believe it we decree it we know God that though we are seeing things naturally that look like nothing but a valley of death we prophesy and declare hear the word of the bone hear the word of the Lord live you valley live valley of dry bones let new life begin to spring forth in Jesus name 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 hallelujah